Welcome to episode 40 of the Last Row Podcast. 4-0. 40. That's an accomplishment, this my friend. This is 40. We are back. TheLastRowPodcast.com if you're looking for us on the web, at the Last Row Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I think we made a Snapchat. You could probably find us out there. Any other ways, just look for us. We're here. I'm happy to be back, Bad Way. Drew, so what's new? Uh, you know, there's another person living in my house now. You got, you got a roommate? There's a new roommate. Yeah. She doesn't pay rent. You know, she <laughs> just, she, she's a freeloader. Yeah. Happy to have her in the house. Obviously, we missed last week, uh, birth of my child, as yep. Bad Way affectionately calls her Batgirl, <laughs> Batgirl. on Twitter. Yep. I want to say thank you to everybody that actually wrote in and, and you know, obviously congratulated and um, said the kind words that you guys did. Much appreciated. And, uh, you know, like I always say, it, we have the best listeners. And so, uh, thank you sincerely to everybody that, that wrote in and said thank you for, for this. So when this baby eventually does get stolen by Vigo and the, the soul of Vigo was transferred to her body, are you still going to love her the same? See, can I, can I tell you that that was one of the funniest <laughs> tweets that I've seen, you know, obviously we're big Ghostbusters fans on this show, and two I know is affectionately terrible, but it's a good movie. When you made that tweet, yeah. and I saw people writing back at it, I laughed very hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, that was one of the nicest surprise tweets I've seen in a long time. Well, I know the way to your heart. But anyway, Pat, we'll get back on track here. Today we're going uh, with, uh, we're going to talk about the Ghostbusters release, uh, an upcoming, getting some positive feedback after the negativity that surrounded the hype train. We're getting a little bit of that. Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Cut has been released. We're going to talk about some of the tunes changing on that regard as far as the critics go. Hack Snyder. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to get into what we're watching. Some Maybe some movies we came across the, in the past two weeks since we've been off. And we're going to close it with another round of plot fiction where I, Badway, am the author this time around. See, I, I feel like you're kicking my ass in this game. <laughs> like it's not even it's not even close. We have to go back and and, and do a tally. We'll have to do a tally. I don't I don't see it that way. I, I feel like you're way. really you're really nah. beating me into submission here. No, nah, I don't see it that way. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this round goes. So jumping into the Ghostbusters release, I can't name the site that we swore off. I've seen some mixed things. See, the fact that you're saying that I is like kind of cheating. I, I don't like that. You know, I can't name the site. I won't tell you that I didn't look it up. I'm sorry that I cheated on you. You're looking at a score, right? I looked and it the, up. The, you you even mentioning it is like a, just disregards everything. So screw <laughs> there's, it. There's a percentage. Some people like the it. movie. All right. Yeah. There, there's there's a percentage associated with it, and there is a score. But yeah, I did I did I cheated on you, and I looked it up. I I went against. The wishes and the curses that we made like doesn't mean shit. 15 episodes ago. I looked it up. It seems like it's got a mixed reception, as one would expect. Not the completely lopsided hate fest that has existed out on the internet over the past few months, maybe even longer. Yeah. Are you excited to see Paul Feig's Ghostbusters bad way? I'm not excited to see it. Are you jumping I'm, out of your chair right now? No, not at all. I'm curious. I'm very curious as as a lover of the franchise and the first two films and the cartoon and all the toys. Firehouse without the slime. Parents took it from me. <laughs> so, uh, so, but on a scale, give me like, let me, let me, uh, what's your, okay, so on a scale of space movie to Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> how excited are you to see this? Uh, let's go. I'll, I'm about a five, which would probably round out to about a superhero movie. Okay, so it's yeah. your Zack Snyder? Yeah. Actually, that, that's probably a little generous superhero movie, but I'll give it a five, maybe leading towards a four. Where's, where does a Western rank on your list? Two. 
Did you see that uh, that show that's coming out on HBO? It's like a sci-fi western. Is that up your alley? That's like the worst. That's like that's like <laughs> the negatives, right? Back to Ghostbusters. So you're not that excited. You're like a five. Well, in terms of me loving the franchise, I'm gonna give it a shot. And I, I know some people are like are totally against giving it a shot because maybe if we don't go see it, they'll stop making it. But I got a newsflash for you. I don't care if they make it or not. I don't care if they capitalize on the franchise name and make billions of dollars. Doesn't matter to me. Don't doesn't care. You can have my five bucks. I don't care. So I'll just, waste it anyway. So you say you just do the movie justice and you're yeah. happy. I'll go to I'll go to uh, I'll go to like a burger place and waste five dollars anyway. I'll just not go to McDonald's the one time and I'll go see Ghostbusters well, and then that'll be my money. Well, let me ask you about this and and this is where I have my opinion. I know we've talked about this off the air a lot of times. The trailer came out, the original trailer. We've talked about this before on the show. Yeah. It didn't get the warmest reception. In fact, it was the worst rated or most hated video on YouTube history. There's a lot of hate on YouTube. Right? But it, but it's like, you know, when you go in the comments section, you troll the comments section of a YouTube video, it's, you feel like you need a shower after you read some of that. Yeah. It's, it's some, oh, yeah. you know, the most racist and, and just worst comments section ever. Yeah. They try to combat it by having people use the real name. You know, I don't think anybody cared Nobody anyway. Cares. You're still anonymous. But do you think the tra- like did the trailer make you excited? I I guess you weren't, right? No, no. Did you did, think it was it, a bad trailer? It did at all. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it made me not maybe want to see it less. I guess is the, is a good way to put it. It seemed like they were leading heavy on the slapstick, and they were going hard on the Leslie Jones in the trailer, which was probably the worst. The worst, like a. Uh, Way to get me into the theater is to put somebody like Leslie Jones or Melissa McCarthy in a movie. I'm not just not a fan of them, but and it seemed to be the movie seemed to be going heavy on that, heavy on the slapstick. Um, I didn't mind the CG. I didn't mind like the costumes. Scooby Doo CG. Yeah, I don't care about that. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. What what did what did what I did notice was did Batman versus Superman get a similar level of hate pre release. Trailer um, release wise, the not really. It was you don't it, think it was mixed. It wasn't worst hit, worst of all time. Now yeah. I'm going back because I remember the last trailer. People were upset that it gave away too much of the movie. Yeah, but they didn't say the trailer was bad and the movie looks well, like crap. It's pretty grim dark. Remember the grim dark was, terms. But being that's thrown listen, around. Those people have been around since the beginning so of would Batman. You, would you equate the grim dark people to the woman haters that hated so I, for hating Ghostbusters for it being for women were the same like irrational response to people hating Batman or Superman because of the color palette? Yeah, I mean it's irrational because it's like like, like irrational. No, yeah, that's, that's stupid reason they hate a movie. But, but let me tell you, let me break this down for a second. Yeah. The hate on this movie comes from a multiple it comes from multiple angles. Yeah. There's a small piece of people that are literal misogynists that don't like women. That is a 100% fact. A woman can't bust my Yes, and yeah. that is that is wrong, yeah. right? That's that's wrong, and it it's stupid. Right. That's very dumb. It goes right? without saying. Go on. So not, not to get into that part, because that doesn't yeah. matter. There are also people in the camp of, this is very near and dear to my heart, just like Star Wars is to a lot of people. Yeah. Don't mess with this. It's been too long. Why are you doing this? That's the other camp, right? Right. It's yes, there are woman hating jerks out there, you know, people that just don't like that piece of it, and that's stupid. So yeah. we're throwing that aside. Yep. Coming back to it, there are a group of people that just don't want their classics messed with. Do you think that's a fair argument? No. Uh, see, Why not? Because I can separate the two, right? We've talked about this, I think, with turtles in the past, TMNT. Yeah. 
the new movie doesn't ruin the old one for me, right? Okay, I can, if, I can go with you and on that. And if I really am against it, I don't have to see it. And if I'm mildly curious about it, I'll go see it. And like I said five minutes ago, I don't care if they make a billion dollars. I don't care if five of those billion dollars that they made were, all, were out of my wallet. It doesn't, doesn't bother me one way or the other. It's just, it, it boils down to, you should be able to separate your childhood and the greatness of the first one and uh, the, the nostalgia factor of the second one and the cartoons. You should be able to separate that from this new iteration. You can see it. If you like a franchise, you see it, you disagree with it, you don't like it. That's fine. You can go back and watch the 1984 one. They're even releasing that back in theaters for a limited time only. Well, but do you think, so let me ask you this way. Do you think that there's a subsection of moviegoers that are just tired of reboots in general? And this is kind of like, it just happened to be in the line of fire. Yeah, there could be fatigue. That's true. It's like the superhero fatigue that we've talked about on the show in the past. I don't have it. You do. Yeah. You know, other people might have this fatigue of, I'm tired of these superhero movies. When are they going to make something original? Yeah. It's another one. It just kind of happens to be in the way, like, oh, yeah, they're remaking this, too. And it's gone too far, like, oh, we we can't remake the Ghostbusters. It's gone too far. And I know we we, uh, we, we did our gate system a while back. That was yeah. a, a fun episode that we did on demand. But, but like I was saying... I don't. It doesn't matter. It, it really. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't care if Sony makes a billion dollars or not. Like, why? What do you care? They're rich. It doesn't matter. They're rich anyway. I I, I see where you're going, and I'm not saying you're wrong because yeah. I I I'm in the camp of they want to make this movie whatever. But at the same time, I also believe in freedom of speech. Yeah. And I don't like Paul Feig's reaction to the hate on the trailer, and I don't like Melissa McCarthy's reaction to the hate on the trailer. I don't like the way that they are the snark and the you must be a geek yeah. in your basement living with your mom. Did, like that's I guess that's a comedic <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. You know, it's did, it, I don't know. Did you go first amendment on me? I did. did what, been, what are your thoughts on the second amendment? Trip? No, see see like, you know, right to bear arms, that's You're going to plead the fifth? I plead the fifth on that. I plead the fifth. No, but but I'm just saying you know, I guess that's the way that a comedian would attack criticism. Yeah. They attack it with snark hey. and critics. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you, if this movie's been getting attacked since the first screenshot came out, so of course you got to defend yourself, right? If you're if you're the filmmakers, if you're the actress, actresses and actresses, and if you're Paul Feig and if you're Sony, you got to defend yourself. Would you would you say that they're, they're, you don't you don't think they're defending themselves fairly? No, is that what you're saying? No, I guess what I'm saying is like to call people geeks in their basement living with their mom. Yeah. like that's a stupid thing. Like you're, I said this to you before. It's poking the bee's nest. Yeah, you have to know if you're Paul Feig. Like if you're Paul Feig and you're you're this director who's done some pretty good work. He's a good guy. He's done really good movies over the past few you know years and probably the past five to ten years. Yeah, Bridesmaids was a great movie. I loved it. I thought it was so funny, and I think he's a great director. But you have to know if you're Paul Feig and you're saying, yes, Sony, I would love the chance to remake Ghostbusters, one of the most beloved franchises in movie history. Yeah. That there's going to be some people that are going to be upset. Sure. And you better just take it. Yeah. To to go and antagonize yeah. the trolls, you're poking the bee's nest and I don't like I, it. I, I think a lot of the hate has gone too far. Like as far as pre-movie comes out. Listen. If, if people go and see the movie and it's like absolute terrible, then that he has not, no leg to stand on. Right. And and what I'll tell you is there's hate that I feel is warranted and then there's hate that's not warranted. To crap all over the way a proton pack looks because yeah. it doesn't look scientifically accurate. Oh, that right. one's not a Cadillac. That's what I mean. That's <laughs> stupid. Okay, yeah. I don't think that that's, you know, whatever. Yeah. But if you hold Ghostbusters so near and dear to you that you feel a little miffed that they're making it at all, 
Yeah, you have a right to say that. To go and attack someone for being a woman? No, you don't have a right to... You shouldn't be able to... I guess you can say it, because again, we're talking about amendments. Right. But it's not right to say that, to say, oh, this movie sucks because it's for, for women. That's a stupid thing to say. But what I, what I don't think is stupid is the fact that people are like, you know what, stop crapping on historic franchises and just trying to make tons of money off of it. We did Independence Day two weeks ago. Yeah. It's done t- terribly in the box office. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I enjoyed yeah. it on well, some level, but I feel like people are just hitting that wall, man. They're tired of yeah. this stuff. Yeah, and that goes to show you that you can't you can't take a, a movie that was a cult hit anyway. It wasn't by any stretch like a, a masterpiece. It was a cult hit. And then you go and you have a sequel 20 years later and expect people to just fall in love with it, right? It just, it just right. doesn't work. And I'll tell you another piece of, of warranted criticism. This yeah. piece of crap theme song. <laughs> now, tell me... That you you hate the song. Tell me tell yeah. me one good thing about I'm it. I'm not a huge Fall Out Boy fan to begin with. Tell me a good thing about it. But I don't, I, don't, I don't despise them. Is there anything redeeming so, about like, that song? So in the middle of the song, at the very heartbeat of the song, there's like a, there's a very subtle beat, and that's good. You like that. But that's like 5% of the song. And then everything else that they make loud around it is just horrible. See, I, I know you said this to me earlier, and one of the best true indicators of this one of our best friends is a very big Fallout Boy fan. Yeah, and even he said this song is bad. Yeah, that's how you know, right? But but let me put it to you this way: to circle back around. So if I would have heard the news that there's a new Ghostbusters theme song coming out and it was being made by Fallout Boy, and I immediately judged that song as being crap before I heard a note, is that fair? Maybe if you don't like Fallout Boy, and I just heard the general like outline of the theme song during the trailer. Is that fair to judge that song? If they're doing a remake of the original theme song, maybe it is. I don't think it's fair, but when the thing is released and you can hear how terrible it is, and then you can say it's terrible, then it's fair. Listen, I'm not saying... I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to go watch Ghostbusters, and I'm going to like it. I know I will. Are you going to take your daughter? She's a little too young, I think. Female role model? Maybe if she was like... Maybe like three weeks old, we could <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah. As one week old, I don't PG know. PG 13 weeks. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, you know, 13 weeks. Yeah. No, but listen, I'm saying this. I'm saying this all just to, for the conversation, right? Because I, I will watch this and I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it. I probably won't like Leslie Jones and I probably won't like Melissa McCarthy. The jury's out on that, but I know I'll like Kristen Wiig and I know I'll like Kate McKinnon. Yeah. And I heard everything I've read and everything I've heard is that Chris Hemsworth steals the show and he's right. hilarious. So I'll probably like that too. And the other topic that I wanted to bring up was one of the reviews uh, was a YouTube review by John Campia, movie reviewer and uh, podcaster. Yeah. One of his major complaints was that he felt that the cameos were so forced and, and like shoehorned in. How do you feel about that? Well, like, I, I'd have to see it for myself to know, but I could see that being very annoying if they do it in a very strong way. Like, for example, again, Independence Day Resurgence. They did a really good job of throwing back to the first one in a subtle way. There were multiple aspects of that movie where if you know the first movie well, like we do, you could really appreciate some of the lines and some of the visuals that they show in that movie. If this is the opposite of that, if this is where they're shoving people in your face, if they're shoving Vigo in your face that don't like have anything to do with the story or get in the way of the story, then that could be a problem. So what's what's a good... Let me ask you this. What is a good cameo for this? How would you like to see a cameo in this if if you were writing the script? They are busting ghosts in a museum and one of the one of the paintings all, like as they pass through the hallway happens to be a Vigo. Okay. Well, what about people? Like if if they're going to cuz we all know that like 
apparently it's rumored Bill Murray yeah. and Dan Aykroyd, and, yeah. and I don't know if Ernie Hudson's going to be in this, but it's clear that Dan Aykroyd, he's an executive producer, he's yeah. going to be in this. How would you like to see Ray? Perfect example. So they uh, need some information on a ghost, a, a class of ghosts that they've never seen before. So they go to the corner bookstore titled Ray's Occult. See, that would be great. And then they go and see this old man behind the counter who's a nutball who knows everything about spooks and specters. That's a good cameo. It doesn't get in the way, and it actually advances the story. Well, that, that brings me to another point, right? So we talk about remake versus reboot. Yeah. This is clearly a reboot because they've said that it is, right? It's, it doesn't really have ties, at least that I'm aware of, to the original outside That's, of... No, they've, out, they've, they've outright said that it like, stands on its own. So would right? you rather it be a sequel, then, based it's, on what you're well, saying? And if they're doing all these throwbacks, but they're still rebooting it in a way, like, I feel like they should have just made it like a, a sequel or like a 20 years later type thing. I feel like, first of all, I feel like the, the movie itself might have been received a little better that a flat yeah. out, like, we're going to scrap the first two and we're going to remake it, right? So is that like remaking The Godfather? Like, I, it's no. the, it, the, the, let me say this. Ghostbusters might be the godfather of comedies. Yeah, right? maybe. It's hard to find a movie. Like, you, you can't even say, oh, it's like, uh, let's remake Star Wars Episode Three. Yeah. Like, let's just remake the whole series. Like, scrap everything. Let's remake it from, from the beginning. Right. Do you think people would be out of their minds? Or would they say, oh, they, oh this yeah, is Yeah, they cool. would absolutely be out of their minds, but Star Wars is a whole different animal. I, w- I, th- I would liken this closer to, maybe this is an unfair, but what about like the Karate Kid? When pe- people hated it. People, were- people love the Karate Kid. Like the, they hold it near and dear, especially that's like a childhood movie of people for the 80s. Yes. People were born in that time frame. When they had the new one come out with, uh, with what's his face? Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. Like people went nuts. Like this, is, I feel like that is very similar to this. It is, but I still feel like Ghostbusters is on a higher level. It is. It's the closest to but, it. Because Ghostbusters is a, is a much better movie than, right. uh, than Karate Kid. The original, right? Yeah, I agree, but I guess you're right. Like, but people but it's the mind. same type of playing with your childhood type thing. A franchise movie where people were outraged before it even came but out. But don't you do you think that the hate? So you don't think the hate was warranted on that either? Well, when it came out, I saw like half of it. Like, but before it FX. came out, let's say you saw the trailer with Jackie Chan as Mr. Miyagi, yeah. and Jaden Smith as whoever he is. Well. You saw the trailer and you were like, I'm going to wait until this comes out to give it a fair shake. I had no interest in seeing it. <laughs> I wouldn't say I didn't flat out bash the movie. I just like I just wasn't a fan of like I wasn't going to see it. Like, I, <laughs> but I didn't love that franchise as much as I loved Ghostbusters. All right. So, OK, I'm, I'm a little PTI here today. Yeah. A little, little. No, no, uh, I appreciate it. No, I, I, I just want to keep can, you honest. I can see some there. holes in the argument. I understand that. But. There's there's varying levels of of, of fandom in certain listen movies. all listeners I got to keep him honest over here because because yeah. he keeps me on my toes <laughs> so you know so so even even small things like you could have like in the very like minute of the movie have a throwback to the first the first uh, the original franchise right and have it like stem off like say Melissa McCarthy's uncle is Ray right okay and like I got to go see my uncle Ray and you don't know who uh, you go see Uncle Ray and it's Ray's a cult like something like that. You don't have to have like the the past franchise shoved down your throat to make it a sequel. You just have it in the same world. Right? Well, another one they could have done was they they could have literally made Ghostbuster franchises yeah. and say, "Oh, hey, this is them in L.A. There's Chicago one. There's an yeah. L.A. one. The yeah, other whatever. guys were yeah. like, they're oh, they they franchised it out like a McDonald's. Yeah, you know, something I, not, like that. I don't want to tell people to make their movie, but I feel like the the public backlash would have been lessened had they done that versus just a oh we're scrapping it the old ones don't count this is this is the new ghostbusters one last thing about ghostbusters before we move on the piece that you mentioned to me was there was supposed to be another 
spinoff. Yes. Right? Oh, I don't know even know what they were calling it, but it was supposed to have Channing Tatum in it, a couple yeah. other people. The Russo brothers are going to direct. They can't, they, you said they canceled I it. I guess they canceled it. Or what they could have done was maybe they saw the negative reaction to this one, the, the, the pre-hype, so that maybe they backed off a little bit. It could still be in the works. Maybe they just put it, put the brakes on it a little bit. But this was supposed to be a thing where, like, once the rights were released, I thought they were going to, like, just start making making shit left or right. Ghostbusters like, this, like Ghostbusters Like superheroes ones, yeah. right? Right, exactly. So do you think they're going to now? I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, a couple months after this, like, leaves theaters or something, that we start to see whispers of that movie coming up again. What type of success does this need for that to happen? Like, let's say... I don't. I think this could bomb, and they could try to quote unquote rescue it. Yeah, I could see that happening. Well, what do you mean by rescue? Like make another one, make right, another right one, away? we'll make it, make it better, right? Right. Like I oh, can let's see that. Take what people hated and make it better. I think if this does really well and it actually is a great movie, that they'll move on with the sequel of this, and um, we might see a second one, and they might try to like maybe they will try to push the guy thing. Yeah, and see if that like they can compete, even though it's kind of like. I still fighting that battle is kind of weird. I still come back to it, man. And and I know we said we throw the the whole gender thing aside. Like, I don't think that the major problem people have with it is that it's a, an all female cast. Like, even if they had a mixed gender cast, which I think they probably should have done because they could have had different style of comedians in there, too. Right. Like, not just the typical SNL type folks. Like, I know and that's the original one, right? The original one was right. all SNL people. Like, what, what if Bill Hader was one of the characters? I would have loved it. Right. Because... <laughs> You know, it just brings a different dynamic. Like, yeah. you could have had Bill Hader in there. He'd have been hilarious. And it wouldn't have had that stigma. But, I, again, I don't think that the reason why people are hating it is because it's an all-female cast. That's, no. That's not the problem people have. There is a small minority, like well, we there, said. No, yeah, there is. And they're a loud minority. That's, well, they that's, are. that's a problem. But that's that's anything, right? right? I mean, they, and they're, idiots. And, they're that, idiots. and I feel like that reaction was, like, the initial response when they found out that it was all-female. But I think that the hate kind of shifted to look at this shitty trailer. Yeah, and then it was a pile on after the trailer came out. Yeah, and 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 I still don't think that's fair to judge a movie by, well, by its to go tra- back to full, to go back full circle though. Like a, a bad trailer is a bad trailer, right? And yeah. l- let's let's be real. If it's a not a good trailer, people can downvote it or whatever they do. This is the internet. That's what yeah, it is. Right. There's good trailers and there's bad trailers, and you can argue trailers themselves are stupid. That's the that's. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go but ahead. Dude, that's go ahead. the that's the problem with trailers. Like you could screw yourself by showing too much in a trailer. Well, the, the Terminator thing, yeah. right? We the, said it. The more mysterious you are in your trailer, the the less you show. It's like the more intrigue you can build. Well, that's what they did with Star Wars, and it yeah. went over so well. Uh-huh. You know, it's the opposite of Batman yeah. versus Superman, where they showed basically the whole plot. Yeah. And I've read an article recently about directors who like it comes comes back to Terminator, the new Terminator movie, Genesis, right? Yeah. Genesis. <laughs> the the movie itself had a major plot twist that was given away in the trailer that people were saying, like, do not watch this trailer if if you want to watch this movie. Just don't do it. Yeah. And then we're sitting there watching, I don't even know what the heck it was, probably Avengers. I think it was Avengers. And they yeah. showed it right away, and I was yeah. like, I couldn't oh, get up. Oh, there goes that. You know? yeah. But having said that, I saw an article that said that directors want to take more control because it's not them that are making these trailers. Yeah. Not generally speaking. Maybe Tarantino right. does his own, but they're saying that directors want to take more control of the trailers now to keep some of these twists under wraps. Every major studio probably has like a, a go-to team, right? To like try to maximize, let's get butts in the seats with the, with a yes. certain type of trailer, right? I'm not even talking about spoilers and trailers. I'm talking about you could hide a bad movie 
with a mysterious trailer. Yeah. The less you show, the better off you are. Well, I mean, look at Catfish. Remember yeah. we talked about right. that last uh, well, the last time we did Plot Fiction. Yeah. It's, you know, the Tickled movie. Yeah, it's, same type of thing. I, I just, I don't know, I come back to it. And, but and that's I, a bait and switch. That's a different type of it thing, It is. Though. But I'm coming back to Paul Feig, and I'm going full circle, and we should move on. But just coming back to him saying, you know what, you want to be mad at people not liking your movie, not giving it a fair shake, that's fine. But to come out and attack people, you're you're poking the bee's nest. Yeah. And and it is what it is, man. You you took this movie on knowing full well that you were going to get irrational hate at you. You're better off just ignoring it. You're you're you can't troll the trolls, right? And exactly. that's the moral of the story, yeah, right? Right. So moving on, want to talk about something else that got some hate? Batman versus Superman Ultimate Cut is now out on digital. This is your favorite topic. Have you watched it? <laughs> Have I watched the three hour uh, the love epic? fest of the epic? No, I haven't. But I, I will. haven't either. But I will. Right. I'm going to devote maybe five total hours to superheroes this summer. And, that's and it's going to be this director's cut at Suicide Squad, and that's it. That's it? Yeah, that's it. No more for you. Nothing else. I don't think there's anything else coming out that I'm aware of. I don't care. Nothing on FX, nothing on, nothing on Netflix. You know, there's a lot of Marvel movies i got to catch up on. There's a Daredevil on Netflix, not watching that. See, it it wouldn't be the last row podcast if we didn't mention Batman versus Superman. Of course. I mean, are we going to get an Entourage reference in here, too? Maybe a Boy Meets World well, I did. I wanted to do the Medellin trailer yeah. joke, but I did it. But here I am. See, here we I are. Up. I mean, this is the last <laughs> yeah. of podcast. I right. mean, uh, should we call it Hug It Out, bitch? Yeah. That's that's the other podcast. Yeah. But having said this, again, the ultimate cuts out. I don't like this by the studio. Here's a move that I do not like. What, what's the move? Guess what, bad way? You want to watch this movie? Of course. Pre-order the Blu-ray. When's it coming out? Ju- June 22nd or, ju- or whatever it is. July 20-something. Yeah. But guess what? You can buy it right now. On digital HD. Ah. What, who, needs the, who needs the hardcover anymore? What, See, what, do you, what do you get with the, with the Blu-ray? What I want get? I just want to own it. Like, where do you buy it? What if, where do you buy it if you buy it digitally? 20 bucks. Do you want to pay 20 bucks to own something digitally? It's the same thing. Like, what are you going to do with the cover art? Like, what are you going to do with Nothing. it? Nothing. There's one thing. Like, I buy music digitally and I stream music digitally. Yeah. But the, the one thing that I still like to own, if I'm going to buy a movie, yeah. I'm buying the Blu-ray. But and I don't me, buy movies. Let, let me ask you this. When uh, when MP3s first became available to be bought in, all, yes. well, like just digitally, did you say, I'm not buying that, I'd rather have the CD case? I did, but here's the difference. Yeah. With an MP3, you own it. You have it on your computer. Yeah. Where do you own that, that movie? You don't own the file. Yeah, but you the, have what, it on what, Google what is Play. The, what is the... Skynet going to come and steal your movie? I'm like, just what's going to happen? Like, okay, so you have it on Google Play. You can only yeah. watch it on your Chromecast or Roku box. You can't watch it on Apple TV. Then you've got your Apple TV. You buy it on iTunes. You can't watch well, it on your Chromecast. You well, can't watch it here. If you have that kind of problem, but you don't like, do you like? You always have multiple platforms at your fingertips. You got I'm your just tablet. Saying. You got your phone. You don't use Apple TV. No, I don't. But I'm <laughs> saying I don't like being locked into a service for a movie. Yeah, I know. But some people are Apple heads and they'll buy it for on iTunes. And it'll be great. That's great. Yeah, but. You want to spend twenty bucks? Let me spend twenty three and have it digitally right. and the. And I the understand copy. your argument, but you personally yourself do not need this Blu-ray. You could have bought it on Google Play I know. and used it on every single platform you own besides your laptop. <laughs> you would have been I'm, able to watch but, that movie on. But listen, what I'm saying is, I rather have the DVD or the Blu-ray combo. Yeah. Because I want a physical piece of my. You, want, you wanted the DVD. <laughs> you wanted the DVD <laughs> to combo <laughs> for what a coaster what do you want you yeah. drink, drink no on listen it. this is what I'm saying and it's different with music because I'm yeah. telling you you get your music you buy it DRM free and you can put it on any device you want you get that movie 
And I, and there's people on here listening, going, "Dude, why don't these guys just download it from uh, UTorrent or whatever?" Exactly. You know, and and I, I probably should, right? But we don't condone that here. You only get warnings. That that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> you get the two strikes, and you yeah. got no more ISP. Yeah. Having said that, this is like a 20 minute tangent of of <laughs> me three versus I, I gotta keep you on your toes. Like I know, you right? Say. See, this is what this is a good episode here. Yeah. I'm I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Having said that. I haven't watched it because my Blu-ray, me the old man, waiting <laughs> still my, waiting. I'm waiting for my my Blu-ray to come. Plus, the picture's better. Is it? It is. Is it's it better? Yes, because digital is compressed. All right, I'm if telling you, say you. So your eyes suck, though. What, it's you, what do you know? What it's do you compressed. know? Your eyes are terrible. Listen, I'm not. T- this is. It's not like Tidal versus Spotify yeah. here. This is a visual component. Okay. This is. All right. If you're writing in. And you get me. Please support me on this. Listening. If you're listening and you support this argument, I, please. I understand your argument, but I think it's stupid. That you're, you're entitled, <laughs> right? There, does that make sense? This is your amendment, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You're allowed to what think it's stupid. This is my first amendment. I lo- you know what? It's been a while since we've done this show. Yeah. I'm having fun right now. All right. This is fun. It's good. Anyway, I'm waiting for it to come. Have you read anything about it? No, no. I've distanced myself from this movie pretty much. The only news I get from this movie I get from you basically because yeah. you're a nut for this, which is funny because I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. I know you're waiting. Like like but that's like nuts I've been to me. Busy. I figure you would have bought the Blu-ray and also spent the $20 I, to watch see, it. I you know, it's funny. <laughs> I have Google Play credit for yeah. doing those surveys and I could just get it for free basically, but I bought the Blu-ray. Right. But but you've been keeping up on uh the differences and I guess it's being well received. Is that right? No, it is. And there's people. So I watch uh, the Collider movie talk sometimes on YouTube. I don't know if anybody else watches that, but uh, John Schnepp, one of the guys that made that uh, The Death of Superman Lives Returns. Remember that guy? No, but go on. He's one of the guys, uh, friends with Kevin Smith, I think. Oh. He hated BVS. He hated it with okay. a passion of like a thousand fiery suns. As did many. As did yeah, many. right. Yeah. But I remember watching one of the episodes and he was saying that he changed his tune completely. And a lot of people have been saying, it's a different movie because they cut out so much of it. Right. They just cut out so much. Now, again, I can't speak from experience because I haven't watched it. I'm pr- sure people listening probably have watched well, it. It's impossible for you to not like it more because you already liked the, the right. theatrical version, as did I. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. you hated the theatrical version, yeah. you still might not like this. So this is, this is so, totally going to be a better movie with the added scenes. Well, yeah, because basically, yeah. I don't know if you remember the scene, the Africa scene. You remember yeah. the one where Superman swoops in? Very just, confusing. People said it was very confusing. Yes. Well, apparently they cut out a lot of stuff that explained what the hell that was. So like the, the frame job of Superman. Yes. And the, the kind of like it wasn't really, a, right. wasn't apparent in the theatrical Exactly. Yeah. In the ultimate cut, it's like one of the major deciding, like motivating factors of what's going on. Is that like why Batman thinks that Superman yes. might not be best for the world? Right. Right. And apparently the Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor motivations of like Lex pitting, <laughs> the Lex Luthor <laughs> motivations of pitting Batman versus Superman together against each other are so much more yeah. obvious and blatant and play a lot in the movie. Apparently a lot of Superman himself was cut out in, in right. basically a Batman versus Superman movie. They cut out some Batman. It's true. There was very there was very little Superman and in this movie. I wanna I wanna bring this up because we still argue about this to this day. This is a fiery episode today. Yeah. I still think it's unfair of the studio to go to Zack Snyder if this is true. A month Big or if. a month or two before the before the movie releases, and say cut out a half hour. We're I, afraid that we can't make enough money. No, there's no way that they let Zack Snyder make make a three hour movie, theatrical movie. It was never going to be three they, hours. They don't listen. He's not going to accidentally make a three hour movie. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they his, said that it was like a five hour cut and he whittled it down to three. Yeah. You don't go into this movie saying, oh, I'll I'll make a two and a half hour movie. Oops, sorry, it's three. I that think, was not a secret. I think that he thought very highly of himself as a negotiator to like try to win that battle that he was I always going to lose. with you. And I think he his idea was too grand. I still like this movie. But there's no way any movie should be a three-hour movie so, in the theater unless you're Martin Scorsese or you're James Cameron or Steven Spielberg or Quentin Tarantino. So you you don't think that you know it's it, you don't think that it was unfair of the studio to try to potentially which the rumors have been shoehorn all this crap in here I don't and think, make it two and a half. Hours. I don't think they screwed him over. I think I feel I feel like the cards were on the table and he tr- was trying to win a battle. And I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure who I believe as far as what was promised and what wasn't. Put it this way: I don't think he has any reason to lie about it. He yeah. seems like a pretty honest guy. Yeah, maybe. That's all I'm saying. Maybe he was. Maybe he misunderstood. I've seen Alter. But why two? Okay, but why two hours and thirty minutes? Why not two hours and forty minutes? Why not two hours and forty five minutes? Well, like where's every, the cutoff? You know bit, what I'm saying? A little bit as far as you go. It, it's a little bit closer. But I'm a just bit saying. Like yeah. apparently, from what I've read, there was like five minutes of scenes that would have just made so much better of a movie i know but if if you take that long to tell your story i disagree you're not with you. one of those like i disagree Oscar with you. worthy directors you're you're walking the line of this shit is too long there's Let's three, wrap it up. listen there's you know and you know what's actually what i've read also hmm. people have said this movie feels shorter because yeah. even though it's a half hour if longer it, if it views shorter that's true but also people are, are on the couches Versus a movie but, um, theater seat. I don't know. I just I disagree with you because I feel like there's a lot of three hour movies out there that are not Oscar winning directors that are just made. Yeah. And I feel like they could have added another screen. They had a lot of pull. This movie came out when nothing else was out. There was no way that people were not going to go see it. And the negative press lampooned this thing. That's what I'm saying. There's there's there are no three hour movies that come out. Exactly, except for the big ones. I'm going to look this up. Like, I got to well, look like, this who up. Are we, who are we talking about? We're talking about Peter Jackson, James Cameron. Quentin Tarantino and Martin Scorsese. Like who? Who else is making I'm a three-hour movie? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to look Not this Zach up. Not Zack Snyder. I'm he gonna, should be allowed to. I'm going to look this up. Listen. Neither should Joss Whedon or anybody else making That's superhero movies. Okay. Well, Christopher Nolan, two hours and forty some minutes for The Dark Knight Returns or Dark Knight Nolan Rises. Nominated for an Oscar. All right. For Inception. Did, yeah. Was Batman nominated for an Oscar? That's what I'm saying. They made a superhero movie yeah. that was three hours long. That's all I'm it telling you. It wasn't three hours. It was two hours and forty some minutes. But there is, was no director's cut three hours that he left story <laughs> out. I'm telling you, he's listen. <laughs> Zack Snyder probably released this director's cut three hours long. It was like, damn, it's, it's too short. I need more time. Listen, all I'm going to tell you is he didn't accidentally make a three hour movie. I'm, hey. I'm 100% no, no, no. serious. You're, you're about right. That. You're right. He made it on purpose that he thought that he could win the argument with Sony to l- allow it to be shown in the theaters. I'm you, dead wrong. Listen, first off, you're wrong. Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers, <laughs> whoever Warner Brothers didn't just not know how long they read the script. Yeah. They saw the script. Listen, there was dialogue in that movie. They're not going to have like minutes of silence and things. They know how long the movie right. is. It's not an accident. A month before, they're going to cut a half hour out. You know when Warner Brothers had the meeting with Ari and Vinny Chase, and they told Vinny that he could shoot Betty Ian? Yes. In between Aquaman 1 and Aquaman 2, and they were lying to him? Uh, they they, maybe Zack Slater had that same meeting Listen, with Warner Brothers. They lied I, to him. What I'm going to tell maybe you they lied is, to him. For so, for, they had so much riding on this. Yeah. They had so much riding on it. They should have just let it be. He shouldn't have been naive. They should have. They should have let it be. Is yeah. what I'm saying. I'm on Zack Snyder's side. I think. I think the three hour movie would have been a detriment to their numbers. 
I don't think it would have. They would have made less money. Don't you think it could have balanced out? Because, yeah, they would have made less money, but it also would have been better on... How many people did you read on the internet that said, oh, this movie sucks. I'm going to wait till it comes out on Netflix. I feel like there's a lot of casual viewers out there that would have seen the runtime and said, no thanks. I'll see it on DVD. This is basically also a rehash of the text messages threads (laughs) that we have like weekly, by the way, about this particular topic. I'll say, having said all that, I still like the movie. Yeah, I do too. And I, and, and I'll be fine. I'm fine with watching a three-hour movie at home. I'm very pumped to actually watch this. And if I, I'm gonna if I'm gonna watch a three-hour movie in the movie theater, it better be directed by Scorsese or Tarantino. Okay, that's about uh, it. You know what? That's your First Amendment right. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed. That's, that's you're my, allowed I'm, to I'm gonna, have I'm that. Gonna, I'm gonna express my so, first point. All right, let me a couple more topics here yeah. before we move on from this one. Do you think he should have been removed from Justice League or future movies? No, no way. He's doing a fine job. He's Based on the job. performance. Just cut it down to the story, buddy. Just let, can't tell every story let's in one see, movie. Let's keep it two hours. Yeah, let's I keep still, it. I, I'm going to say it again one last time. I'm going to get the final word on this. I still think that they probably gave him too much to put in this movie. They said, you better put this in. You got to have uh, that in. You got to have this. Oh, no. They tried to make him set up a universe like Marvel did over like seven years in a three-hour movie. And they, oh, by the way, make it two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. That's unfair. That's very reasonable. That's a long ass movie. I'm sorry. But I'm three hour movie. I, people are probably so tired of hearing us talk about this. By <laughs> no, now. this is a different angle on this argument. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying we could go all night with this. It's fine. <laughs> three hours. Yeah. Let's not make this three hours. <laughs> let's, not, let's not make it a nightmare, fucker. <laughs> I'm just saying three hour movie is not that much to ask for. It's it like you saying, oh, set up basically 10 years worth of movies like Marvel did. In, in two and a half that's hours? That's their fault for trying to chase Marvel. Yeah, that's the studio's fault, not Zack Snyder's. Well, Zack Snyder should have a... You can, you can tell a coherent Batman-Superman story in less than, th- less than two and a half hours. I'm just saying... And he th- almost didn't tell a coherent... I think he still did, but it was damn you know, close. Was he close. almost didn't tell a coherent story. He was hanging story. by a thread? Yes, he was. What if his editor... Like, what if he... What if his editor took out a lot of stuff and they were just like... It's just like this Fallout Boy song. Should have, asked for like, final, should have asked for Final Cut. Yeah. What if they're like the Fallout Boy song? You know, they made yeah. this crappy Ghostbusters thing. They're like, yeah. well, we're getting paid anyway. So, yeah, you know, this song sucks, but yeah. whatever. It's like a C-plus term paper. No, he cared. He cared. No, he does care. Yeah. And I just... I don't know. Like, and, and the other thing about this, the hate, right? So you got... Ben Affleck is a very well-respected actor now. And now, a very well yeah. direct, respected director, right? He's got his own Batman. He's, he's movie. on almost a decade long hot streak. Exactly. Yeah. He's on a hot streak, and I was watching that Bill Simmons show. I forgot what it's Any called. Any given Wednesday. Any given Wednesday, whatever. And he was on it, right? Where he had the drunken rant about Tom Brady, <laughs> Tom who Brady says he rant. wasn't drunk. <laughs> it was funny to watch this because they said, you know, you went from basically being like the butt of all the jokes. Which watching two rich guys talk about how their life was bad, yeah. like, is kind of hard. It's kind of funny to Not, watch. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, I was at rock bottom. I was on a <laughs> flight in first class getting made fun of. It's like, it sucks to be made fun of. But yeah, right. you watch that, I got no sympathy. Yeah. Anyway, he didn't distance himself from Snyder. He he said, I think this is a good movie. I think Zach made a good movie. Like, he didn't right. say, oh, because he could have said, like, the T.O. thing. Yeah. He could have been like, I didn't get tired. I just read my lines and I did what I was told. You know? And no, he vouched for him. He did. He did. Yeah. So that's where I feel like Ben Affleck... You know, being well respected, being this kind of the, the the men of men right now, I think that lends a lot of like like credit to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I get you. He still got for his guy. He did have to. That's enough about Ghostbusters and Batman versus Superman. I'm pretty sure we did them together in one episode last, like a bunch. Well, we of did. Weeks we ago. did an episode about the hate. So, yeah. But so they're different. They're different topics. Yeah, but anyway, for takes. Before we jump into plot fiction, I'm excited to hear what you concocted for me this week. 
Have you been watching anything else? I know we had a week off. Yeah, I saw a couple movies. I saw one in the theater. I saw uh, Purge, Election Year. What did you think? I'm a, I'm a fan of those stupid it movies. It had Juliet from Lost. Juliet right? from Lost was in it. Very oh, sweet. Very, very nice. sweet. Very nice. <laughs> and and the guy from uh, Prison Break. See, that guy from that thing, I had no idea he was the guy yeah, from know, Prison Break. To me, he was the guy from Purge 2. Talk about that guy from that <laughs> thing. You know, he, yeah. he's in it. He's in Purge 2. He's yeah. also in some of the Marvel movies now, Bones. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to say about Purge, Purge uh, Election Year. Purge 3, it's the third Purge. I guess it's a yearly thing now. Was somebody elected? Yeah, there was an election. There year, was yes. an election? Yes. So, there's not much to say about it. It's it's just a well-made B-movie. There's a lot of gratuitous violence, and I like the idea of, the, the ridiculous idea of people going out on the streets and murdering people legally to get out the frustration to avoid crime. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, socialism involved about killing the poor would actually decrease the, the, the crime numbers anyway, so it's like a, the motives of the higher-ups and this and that. It's interesting politics, but done in a B movie kind of way. So and you liked fan. it. I'm what do you fan. give? You give it like a, a B plus? I give, I give it I give it a solid B. A B. I'll All give right. it I'll give it an eighty three out of hundred. Out of hundred. Okay, yes. that, that's good. Eighty three out of hundred. That's fair. That's a fair score. Also saw Ted Cloverfield Lane. On what, I'm excited. What did oh, you? See I, re- I rented it digitally. Do you have a problem with that? No. Should I have gone listen, to Walmart and found no. the DVD? Rental. You do it digitally. <laughs> Rental is digital only. I know, that's just what messing. I'm saying. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. You want to own it? Give me yeah. the copy. I'm messing with you. Did you like it? I liked it. Um, you'll, later on, there's there's callbacks, so forth. Cloverfield, this and that. I don't have to but give anything theoretically, away. though, it has nothing to do with the original. No, no, not that, at all. Right? But um, I felt that this movie should have been longer to oh, go the other man, way. There we it was go. only like it was only like ninety minutes. Oh man! And there was a lot of good tension between John Goodman and the and the two uh, and the two other characters that were in the bunker together. Yeah. And I felt that they drug like the niceness on too far, where things started to turn sinister. It kind of happened like out of like out of the blue, and it was t- and all of a sudden the movie was over. Right? They could have, if they would have had more time to do both. That would have been even better. So what you're telling me is you would pre-order the Blu-ray for 10 Cloverfield Lane, the ultimate the cut. The ultimate cut. You it's would, three hours long. I'd watch it. I would watch, watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. okay, there you go. Yeah. What have you been up to? I have had chance to watch only a few things. Yeah. The Birth of Your Child one. The Birth of My How's that child? movie? What do you rate that score? That was like, that was 100%. That was, <laughs> you know, obviously you can't, you can't. You can't uh, imagine that until it actually happens. You can't even describe it. Look at you. you I can't. can't I'm speechless. It. Honestly, it was it. it was awesome. She's and beautiful. It was it was really awesome. Outside of that, yes. close second place was yes. We Are Your Friends. <laughs> <laughs> that movie. My, my boy. Tell the people about that. movie. My boy Zach Efron. I don't think so, I don't think the majority of people you know, know exactly what this. It's movie funny because you know the people that listen to this show they know what kind of movies that that we like, right? So yeah. we I like crappy movies, and I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah. You know, I like I like stupid movies and. I mean, I like everything. Obviously, I like the classics too. But we are you friends. It was so bad that I kind of liked it. Yeah, it's a DJ movie, it right? Was, it was so. I remember seeing the trailer and I was it's like, "This is going to be the biggest piece of crap yeah. ever." But I'm probably going to like it. You're 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 a Zephron fanboy. I like. Listen, yeah, I like that. Zac Efron. You yeah. know what? I'm also excited. I'm excited about Baywatch. Man, they got The Rock in it. Yeah, Alexandra Daddario. Dario. You've got you've got Zac Efron in that. You know, look, I am a fan of Zac Efron, and I thought the movie was kind of bad, but I liked it. It was yeah. It was stupid. Those types of movies are made where it's like, it's not really saying anything, but it's like, it's trying to be serious. It's trying to be emotional, but it kind of falls flat, but you still end up liking all the characters anyway. You know what that movie is? It's the perfect HBO movie. You're flipping through the channels. You just want to watch something for like 10 minutes. It's on Saturday at 5 p.m. Yeah. You put that movie on. Yeah. The other thing thing that I uh, watched recently was, uh, you know, when you have a kid now, it's kind of funny. You have to watch things in in parts. Yeah. It took me... 
So maybe I can't watch BVS at three hours. I watched um, <laughs> The Fundamentals of Caring on Netflix. It's a Paul Rudd Netflix original. Yeah. It, and it's got the dude from, I think it's called Red Oaks. It's an Amazon instant video series that's like an 80s spoof, kind of like a, a coming of age series, a comedy. Yeah. It's got him and he, he plays a kid who has muscular dystrophy and Paul Rudd is a caretaker. And it's right. got like kind of this elaborate backstory about, you know, why Paul Rudd is where he's at in his life. It's a dark comedy, but so it's it's is like, it like a, is it like a Jeff who lives at home type of thing? Sort it's sort of it's like a feel like that feel yeah, yeah it's like a it's got the feels yeah you know it's I watched recently oh, what the heck is it called the movie where the kid tries to find the girl who left him clues it's it's another stupid kind of coming of age tale paper paper towns paper yeah. towns that's right again yeah. not a good movie yeah. but I enjoyed it you know yeah. what I mean it's kind of dumb but it's very similar like in that. It's kind of Paul Rudd bonding with this kid who's got some troubles. Yeah. And it's got some really funny moments. Definitely recommend it. But it was an hour and 40 minutes, and I'm pretty sure it took me like five hours to watch it. <laughs> yeah, good good luck keep, watching Batman. I had to keep stopping yeah. it. And I recommended to you TV series, Silicon Valley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been watching that. I saw the first season. So funny. It's great. So funny. It's, it's entourage. It's geeky entourage. So funny. Right down to the, the final minute of the episode cliffhangers yes where everything's going well and in the last 30 seconds of the episode something bad happens that's like total entourage so do you you like it as much as i said it, or did i build it up too much for you no it, it's it's properly built it, i like it a lot okay i'll probably speed watch the next two seasons i was worried that i built it up too much with with some of the like the moments and the characters but no no I, yeah all the, all the characters are very different in their own way and they're all enjoyable what do you what do you have it's it's funny when you have a cast where every character works like parks was the last right was the last comedy I probably watched where every single character hit. This is the same way. Every single character is on fire in this in this series. Yeah. So I'm a fan. So as we promised in the beginning of the show, wouldn't be an on-demand episode without another week of plot fiction. Absolutely. I again. I hope we're not overplaying this game, but I have fun playing it. Hopefully, everybody listening enjoys. Forget us. them listening. I'm enjoying plot fiction, <laughs> so we're gonna keep it going. They, they <laughs> probably they listen. They yeah. like listening to me fail and stumble yes. through it. Yeah. is what it is. So I, I'll see. I, I, I like to take control. I enjoy myself writing the plot fiction because I like giving. It is better fun. than receiving. It's you okay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just a you're a nice person. There yeah. you go. I'm a giver. I like to do the work so again if you're new to the show plot fiction is a game we play where we take four movies that are coming out uh in the next week or so either uh direct direct to dvd or the theater and we read the real plot and we make up uh, i make up a fake one and i present it to drew and drew has to decide which one is real and which one i've created and we'll do this four times and Last time I did this, Drew failed miserably. I think I got a 25%. Yeah, but again, like I did such a good job, and I hate to toot my own horn, but no, you beep, did. beep, you know. You did, you did. <laughs> so, you did a great job. I don't job. blame you for being bad. I blame me for being good. And if you're listening, play at home. Play play along at home. If you're yeah. driving, play. You know, I want to know what everybody's score so, is. Without further ado, Drew, cue the music. And yeah, let's get into it. First movie, Dirty. <laughs> oh, God. Simply titled Dirty. Uh, Again, which one is real? Which one did I create? First plot. Dirty. Two very dirty cops find themselves relieved of over $2 million in stolen drugs and pocketed blood money, forcing them, da- forcing them down a bizarre and mysterious road to get it all back. In this twisted tale of police corruption gone wrong, these partners are punished, or, sorry, are pushed to the edge and the limit of their bond is tested as the body count rises. How far will you go when you've lost it all? 
dirty. So you ended on a question. Yeah. See, that's dirty right there. So was that the real one, or so, is... So cops trying to get their money back. Yes. All right. Dirty cops who lose their stolen drug paraphernalia. Or is this the real one? Dirty. In the alleyways and basements of Belfast, Ireland, underground fight clubs called, quote, working men's clubs rule the night. Oliver Healy, after an unsuccessful start to his MMA career, decides to hone his craft against the most ruthless fighters Belfast has to offer. Oliver soon realizes the two organizations are not the same, and he will have to leave his core values at the door if he plans on winning or even surviving from night to night. Dirty. Oh, man. Dirty fighting, dirty cops. I see. I feel like the name Oliver Healy, you said? Yeah. Oliver Healy sounds like a made-up name. Does it? It does. It sounds like a made-up name. All right. Oh, man. What else? Any other clues going, swinging you one way or the other? Again, we said this before. It's hard when you're listening because you can't literally read it. So you should take notes. I'm trying. I'm writing a couple things down. Yeah. I th- I feel like the first one, the Dirty Cops, is the real movie. You're gonna, you're gonna stick to that. I'm gonna stick to that. I'm I'm gonna say Dirty Cops because it just sounds like a really written. It sounds like a professionally written thing. The other one okay. sounds too good. Like you wrote it too well. So it sounds like a facsimile of a right. But okay. it's it sounds so written. Like you did such a great job with it. Okay. I'm saying the Dirty Cop one is is the real plot. Okay, you are correct. All right, all right. Dirty Cop movie is correct. I made up the, the Belfast second one was fighter. pretty good. So what did you say? I would watch the fighter movie. Working men's clubs. Yeah, that's that's legit. I, okay. Actually, it's funny. I heard that term. Um, UFC 200 was as of okay. this recording last night, and there was this Irish guy who was like doing like the post fight commentary. Yeah. I was watching on on FS1, and he was talking about like underground fight clubs in Ireland and he called them working men's clubs. Okay. And he described what a working men's club is. So that's a real thing. So I feel like you did a really good job with that. Yeah. I just felt like it was so good that it gave it away. Okay. It was too good. So yeah, I had to dial it back a little bit. <laughs> you got to be careful. So one nothing, you're up. Are you ready for number two? Hit me. Phantom Boy. Oh, <laughs> Phantom Boy. Plot number one. Leo has a secret mysterious illness has transformed him into a phantom boy able to leave the (laughs) confines of his body and explore the city as a ghostly apparition while in the hospital he befriends alex a new york city cop injured while attempting to capture a nefarious gangster who has taken control of the city's power supply throwing the metropolis into chaos now they must form an extraordinary duo using leo's phantom powers and alex's detective work to foil the plot and save New York from destruction. So it's basically like a buddy movie, a buddy cop movie between a ghost and a cop? Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. You like that? Or Phantom Boy. Phantom Boy is the tale of Chicago's legendary street artist of the 1980s and 90s. At the time, Phantom Boy was both a hero to his admirers and a menace to law enforcement. Moving with the silence and grace of a ninja, the expert tagger would create beautiful and haunting images undetected throughout the city. Only now, after two decades of inactivity, has Phantom Boy come forward under sworn anonymity from his filmmakers to tell his story and motivations behind many of his most notorious pieces in a series of animated vignettes narrated by the artist himself. Phantom oh, Boy. man. So we've got buddy cop movie between a ghost and a cop. Yes. Or uh, a hidden graffiti artist. Yes. The documentary? Doc- documentary told in a series of vignettes. Oh, man. Oh, and real or fake, 
the first one is also animated. Oh, they're both animated. They're both movies. animated. Okay, okay. Yes. All right. So the oh man, see that that makes it harder. Yeah. Because when you said that the first one, I was like, oh, that's absolutely <laughs> fake. Yeah. You know? I'm sorry. That's a that's a big detail. They're both animated. I was like, I don't recall thinking that they yeah. could make a buddy cop movie yeah. of a phantom. One is really animated. One is animated in my head. So man, you did. So like, go through it. What do you got? What do you got? So, listen. What I, what I would tell you is, anima- making the first one animated makes it harder for me. Okay. If it was a real movie, I think it would be fake. Okay. Uh, you know, live action. Yes. It would be harder to do for sure. Leo and Alex. I don't know. Yeah. Leo in New York City. I don't know. I, I feel like it's a New Yorky name. It is. It is a New Yorky yeah. name. But I feel like the street artist. Uh-huh. I'm leaning towards that. I gotta tell you because. It just, I don't know, it reminds me of, like, the Linkin Park graffiti. Like, they did the animated things of that. Yeah. I feel like I could see that being a real movie. Okay. Where they have a, a vignette of the actual graffiti narrated and illustrated by the guy. All right. So, what do you got? You I'm gotta, saying, you gotta make I'm saying two. I'm uh, saying the... the, the Fanta fa- Boy is a, is a graffiti artist. The graffiti is, is real. Yes. That's okay. correct. That's the that's the right one I'm okay. saying. You are incorrect. Mm. I made that oh, up. Man. Dude, that was good. Right? Yeah. Man, that was hard. I want to see that movie. I so, also want to see this cartoon a little who's bit. Who's making the cartoon? I don't know. I'd never heard of it. It seemed like an indie film. It's up for awards. It's Really? Yeah. See, I thought for sure that was fake. Yeah. That's no, hard. Yeah. That's a hard, that's so, a good one. Good so, job. So the, the buddy cop Phantom Boy thing is real. That is a real movie. Good it's job coming on out. That. Thank you. And I w- I'd like to see both of these movies real and fake. Phantom Boy, by the way, is not even a real graffiti artist. I completely made it up. But see, I, it makes yeah. sense, though, the way that you did it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's it sounds a like It sounds like a graffiti artist's name, too. I gotta like give you, you props on that one, you, man. You do the little drawing, then he tags it, Phantom Boy, on the bottom. See, that was yeah. a good one. Which, I thought of that, by the way, from uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, they can't, they can't. Chewy. <laughs> yeah, Chewy. <laughs> that he, made the, he made the mural. <laughs> yeah. Oh, on the, on the garage door? Yeah. Of, um... <laughs> Of uh, Dinesh sodomizing, <laughs> sodomizing the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> oh, jeez. That was awesome. All right. So let's get even more ridiculous because we're going into the pig zone. Oh, man. Movie called The Pig Zone. The Pink Zone? This pig is the zone. movie? I thought you were being like facetious. No, no, no. First synopsis. Pig Zone. In a post-apocalyptic world, the U.S. has been divided into 10 colored zones. Years of feuding has given way to relative peace between the territories as the country has started to finally rebuild and instill the laws and values that once made this nation great. However, this has put into serious jeopardy as the rogue pig zone threatens to overtake the entire land by coordinating hostile takeovers territory by territory, led by their ruthless commander, Baron Corbin. Can the remaining peaceful zones stop the takeover, or will the entire country fall under pink rule? Pig zone. Okay. Or... Pig Zone. The year is 2026. Women are on the verge of extinction. A deadly kissing virus carried by men and transmitted <laughs> to women only wiped out 80% of the female population on Earth. Some teenage girls struggle to survive. As a safety precaution, the U.S. government initiated a project to deport all remaining girls into areas supposed to protect them. This project has been named the Pig Zone. Emily is one of these girls. Her father known by all the girls as, quote, dad, is a legend. He's the <laughs> one who created the Big Zone project. He rules over the Zone as he rules over his daughter. But when a group of juvenile delinquents coming from outside the Big Zone decides to cross the border to get Emily, everything is about to change. So they can kiss her? Big Zone. <laughs> Dude. Well, I don't know. Listen, you you didn't... You one of those is real. This week. <laughs> one of those you is real. You weren't messing around this week. So is it a kissing disease? Girls are sequestered to the Big Zone? 
or is the pigzoed one of a territories that you know, takes to rule over the United States to post-buckle the world? So, you know what's funny? The first one reminds me so much of a combination between uh, The Man in the High Castle uh-huh. and Escape from New York and Escape <laughs> from L.A. Yeah. And I thought for sure as you're reading this, I'm like, oh, this is so fake. Yeah. This is so fake. And then you read the second one. Right. Equally as fake. A kissing virus? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I, I gotta flip a coin on this one. So any clues? Nothing? Anything giving it away? You said Baron Corbin. Baron is Corbin is the name of the Pixo leader. Yeah, like the leader. The commander, yeah. Man, I, I don't I didn't hear any clues outside of Emily uh-huh. and Baron Corbin. No, I'm talking about like not, no red flags that are like. There oh, wasn't that's, that's anything bullshit. no, there yeah. wasn't anything I mean they both sound like bullshit, really, yeah, but yeah. one of them unfortunately uh, is real. Man, I'm gonna say I feel like an idiot if I say that the second one is real. <laughs> okay. I feel like if I say the kissing virus is re- it's like the yeah. tickle thing all over yeah. again. Like if I like I can't say that that's a real movie. <laughs> so I have to say that the first one is the real movie. I cannot I cannot believe Not on good conscience can you say that the yeah. kissing virus movie I is I cannot real believe movie. that the kissing virus is a real movie, but if if it is, I'll be damned. So you're going to lock it in? Lock it in number 1 is real. Number 1 is real. The pig zone is the territory the warfare yes. you are. Incorrect. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I thought of the Tickle Zone when I saw this trailer. I was oh like, there's no way he's going to think this is real. Who makes this? It's, uh, by the way, it's a very cheap, it looks like a high school movie. Very cheaply made. It's directed direct to on demand. I'll have to send you the link to the trailer. It looks kind of like a Skinamax movie. I think there's sex in it. I think there is. I'm not sure. I guess it makes sense. The kissing virus. Yeah. All right. And, like the girls are like getting it all with each other there's like there's guys that are in like white suits that are coming in and they look like they're like i don't know they might be assaulting them it's like a whole weird thing so you said this is on demand so you're saying i cannot buy the blu-ray you might it might be there might be a physical (laughs) disc maybe you might want it you know for for like display on your wall i can't believe that's real (laughs) you need to send me this trailer yeah and it's very shitty like like when i say shit i mean shitty it looks like it was made by a high school student by the way 25% 25% here, man. Baron Corbin is a current wrestler in the WWE. How did I not know this? Well, if you're not up all the... See, like, everyone he's, he's, not, he's like, not 100% well-known. The Chris listener, he's going to yeah. skewer me on that one. I should know this. He was actually... He used to be a, a offensive lineman for the Arizona Cardinals. But his real name is a Baron Corbin. I don't know his real name. I haven't caught up. I haven't actually paid too much attention. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't expect you to know it. That's why I threw it in there. And if you did know it, it was kind of like it would well, have been funny. a trigger. You asked yeah. me, are there any clues? And I said, yeah. oh, Baron Corbin. I don't know. Well, I wasn't even alluding to that. I was talking about like what sounds like bullshit, but they both did. But I'll tell you that that second one, I can't believe you got to send me the so, trailer. You're going to have to save yourself here on the last one to get yourself up to 50%, which is very respectable. Quitters. 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 Like you're a quitter. You quit. You're a okay. quitter. Like TJ Lavin hates you. If you're a quitter. <laughs> Quitters. You quit, bro. Yeah. Quitters is a dark comedy about families in San Francisco centered on Clark Raymond high schooler whose world is crumbling around him. When his mother checks into a rehab facility and he and his father clash, Clark goes in search of a better home life. Craving the affection of his new girlfriend Natalia's much more stable family, he convinces her to let him move in. As his presence becomes more intrusive, Natalia and her family grow increasingly uncomfortable with his arrangement. When Clark is finally asked to leave, he has nowhere to go. Quitters. So, his mother quit... His mother quit her drug habit by going to rehab. And then he quit on his father by leaving the family. And then the family he moved in with quit on him, kicked him to the curb. It's a lot of quitting. A lot of quitters going That's on. That's a there. lot of quitting. Or, TJ would not be happy. Yes, a lot of quitters. Or his quitters. After getting into a car accident while drunk the day of her third wedding in 10 years, essentially ruining it, Charlie is given a choice between prison or a rehab center. She chooses rehab. 
but as resistant to, but is resistant to taking part in any of the treatment programs, refusing to admit that she has an alcohol addiction. After getting to know some of the other patients, especially a group of five women dubbed, quote, the quitters, Charlie gradually begins to re-examine her life and sees and see that she does, in fact, have a serious problem. Sorry, I can't read. So she quits. So she, and the group is the quitters. Because she, she's drunk. She's, a, she's an alcoholic. So yes. she's an alcoholic quitter. It's a good quitter. See, that's these a positive quitter, These quitter. quitters are good. Can you read the first line of the first movie again? Quitters is a dark comedy about families in San okay. Francisco centered on Clark Raymond. See, that scene, see what that seems to me more like um, shameless, like a family of just a bunch of people. Yeah, like, a, bunch, a bunch of screw ups. Yeah. yeah. I, man, that's a lot of quitting. So is it negative quitting or positive quitting? I think there's too much quitting in the first one. <laughs> too to much be real. quitting. I think there's too much. Like, a lot of quitting going it on. Is, like, there's, there's a little, like the quitting meter is like, it's yeah. too much quitting. Quit less. So they need less quitting. So I feel like I'm going to say that the second option, the drunk the addict, drunken, the, drunken the drunken rehab and the, the, the group of quitters. Meeting the group of people, because yeah. I could see that being like a... Um, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants type, you know, yeah. where the, she meets these people. 28 and, Days Sandra Bullock thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say that the car accident, third wedding in three years, is probably stars Sandra Bullock, too. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's either her or, like, uh, Jessica Parker, whatever her name is. Sarah Jessica Sarah Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, I was thinking Charlize Theron. Yeah. yeah. That could be her, too. I'm going to say... I the, know who it is, but... I'm going to say the second one is real. And it is. The first one is fake. The second one is made up by me. Are you kidding Incorrect. me? <laughs> Listen, there's too much quitting in the first one. I want to call up the scriptwriters. Hey, there's not much quitters going on. Man, I'm about to quit this game. I'm not right saying now. they're good movies. I'm just saying they're real movies. So who's in? Who's in the first one? Uh, nobody I know. So it's it's like a really like you know, a coming of age tale, bargain bin yeah. type thing. Well, it could be like a good indie movie. I don't know. There's a lot of quitting in that. movie. I didn't watch the trailer for this. I only watched the trailer of the kissing movie. Okay. <laughs> I'll bet you watched that trailer. Yeah, I'll bet and, you watched that. Trailer. And by the way, my uh. I, most of my inspiration for the my quitters is from 28 Days, from Sandra See, Bullock. that's what I was saying. It sounded so much like that. I used to have a hot box. For those who don't know what a hot box is, it's a box. It's a cheater box? Much, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cheater box, yeah. <laughs> the cable box that gives you all the pay-per-views and all the pay movies. And when I had that back in the day, 28 Days was like just on pay-per-view. And so it was all like every hour of the day, 28 Days was on. Because it deciphers the scramble. Yeah. <laughs> So I so I watched Twenty Eight Days like five six seven times because it was always on and I was like ah Twenty Eight Days is on, man I, you did a really good job on that one <laughs> thank you so that was like exactly a Sandra Bullock movie yes so there we go we're one and three I, I win again I'm so bad at this game it's not you it's me I'm just making all the right moves here like you you had no reason to pick the kissing movie as the correct ones so that is kind of unfair it's like the tickle one that is I had to pay one. you back. I told you I was going to pay you back. It's kind of like, yeah, and like I think, did you get the nut carving one right when I did, I did the nut carving one? So did. you did. That was like, I but that really, was hard. I worked on that yeah. one really hard. But I told you when you fooled me on, on the tickle movie that I was going to get you back. And that, that, was, that was my get back. I'll tell you what, I would have never guessed that a movie about a kissing virus could be real. <laughs> like, you'll, you'll understand when you see the trailer how bad this movie we'll, is. We'll post it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so yeah. We've, we've, we've been out for two weeks. We've gone on way long enough. Thanks for hanging in there. If uh, you guys are still there, hello, yeah. you guys hello? there? I'm pro- hello. <laughs> is this thing on? My favorite, my favorite thing is like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in an office where someone answers the phone yeah. and they're trying to see if someone's still on the other yeah. line. So yeah. like, it's hello? That, hello? 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 It's that, <laughs> it's that, that like, yeah. the sad, like, hello? hello? Like, hello, are you still there? 
Anyway, I get I, mad when they're not there. I'm like, screw you then, even though like, they don't know. <laughs> but it's like, if you hear someone else answer the phone yeah. and you hear them saying, hello, 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 <laughs> and they say it like over and over, can you tell we've been All off right, for so Now long? everyone's gone. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what we say at this point. If you're not gone and you, you haven't decided to quit on us like yeah, the quitters. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a quitter. If you're looking for us uh, on the last, thelastrobodycast.com, I can't even talk now. That's our website. <laughs> Just wrap it the up. The best way to get in touch with us actually is email thelastrobodycast at gmail.com. But we make all of our announcements on Twitter. So if you're not on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Sign up follow, at thelastropod. That's yeah. where we talk mostly about when we're having a new episode. If we are going to take a week off, Twitter's the best way to see that. We hopefully won't be taking any weeks off coming up. Um, but if you do, if you need to find that out, it's on Twitter. Yep. We're on Google Plus, whatever, however else you're looking for us, Facebook page, same thing, like our page, and um, leave us an iTunes review if you're on iTunes and you haven't done so already. We really appreciate everyone that has done so. And on that note, and the silliness will subside, <laughs> and we won't talk about Batman versus Superman anymore. We won't talk about Ghostbusters. Well, what anymore. happens when you watch it? You know, we'll we'll see you guys next week. But uh, maybe I'll talk about it. Don't, don't make promises you can't keep. Maybe maybe I'll talk about it more. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited to watch this movie. I'm excited to watch it. I probably should have bought it digitally. I'm not going to lie. I thought of actually doing it. You might do it tonight. With my credits. Like-